Hey, I'm Brian Hawks from AML Wrestling and WrestleCade Entertainment, and you are listening to From Corner to Corner Podcast. I'm coming home, I'm coming home, tell the world I'm coming home, let the rain wash away all the pain of yesterday, I know my kingdom awaits, and they've forgiven all my mistakes, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, Cody Rhodes is coming home you don't believe that (laughs) well i mean i don't know what else it could be unless it is the greatest work of all time and you and i have talked in today's society the way the world works today there's no way you could keep a secret a work like this without more people finding out yeah, I mean, the only way this works is Cody, Brandy, and Tony Baloney have to be the only three people that know about it. And I just can't believe that Tony Khan could keep that a secret. He would have to tell somebody, this is going to be the greatest work ever. I can't believe that we've worked this out. I can't believe. Oh, don't tell nobody, but this is going to be the greatest work ever. There's no way that, there's no way it could be kept a secret. That When you sent that to me, my first response to you was, it's work. It's work. But then the internet has flooded in two days. And it looks like Cody Rhodes is coming back to the WWE. Sports Illustrated's even reporting it now. And from everything they're saying, Vince has is, is basically opened up with both arms and, and, and made some concessions to bring him back. Now, if you've been living under a rock, What we just started the show talking about is, apparently, Cody Rhodes, one of the founders of All Elite Wrestling, has been working without a contract, just a handshake deal, and he apparently has walked away from the company. They could not come to terms. It's rumored he wanted big money. Tony said, I don't think you're worth big money. Apparently, depending on who you listen to, has taken away some of his booking power. Maybe Tony has become the booker himself, and he, frankly, they came to an impasse. And it appears that Cody and Brandy Rhodes are no longer with AEW. And, you know, it's just like what we, you, you kind of made the point on it, right? Like, AEW was the brainchild of Cody Rhodes. It was. Cody Rhodes is the guy that that knew how to do this. His dad was one of the greatest bookers of all time. And Cody bet on himself when he left the WWE. He went to New New Japan. He comes to Ring of Honor, becomes the Ring of Honor champion, I'm fairly certain, or he's a champion in Ring of Honor, and becomes a part of the elite with, uh, or the Bullet Club, I guess, at that point. With uh, Omega and the Young Bucks and Hangman and all them. And this core group of guys decided, man, I think we can do this on our own. And they go out and they get Tony Khan to be the backer with them financially. And then all out, or I'm sorry, all in happens. They sold out a 10,000 seat arena in 20 minutes. I don't know if you remember that or not. I do. Because a lot of people was like, man, they'll never fill this arena. And they sold it out in 20 minutes. They did. And then it just kind of built from there. And then he becomes a vice president of AEW right off the bat. And is the face of the company at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. And now he's the first big name to walk away. Well, so I just looked it up. He was one-time Ring of Honor world champion. One-time Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Champions. He was Ring of Honor Wrestler of the Year. 
He was Sports Illustrated Wrestler of the Year. This is 2017-2018. He also won the uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship in New Japan. I mean, he's not a... He's not no, he's not a small name. Right. Well, and, and this is when the American Nightmare was born. Right. right? Around that time, 2017. Which, I mean, his dad was the American Dream. He's the American Nightmare. Do you know, in full transparency, and you know this, it took me... A, I was the one that caught it before you did. It took me a really long time to realize. I was like, that's dumb. The American Nightmare doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah. And then you're like, well, his dad was the American Dream. And I was like, oh. Light bulb, I get it. Yeah, one of the few things that the mortal man got before the wrestling god. So, this is huge news, though, right? Well, so big, in fact, that it cost us to change the topic this week. You know, we decided to change it to AML week. Yeah. And we decided that we were going to preview the shows that were coming up the next two weeks for AML. But... We pretty well decided that we didn't think we could get a full hour out of this. Right. And then this bomb happened, and I'm like, that's it. We got to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, because this is the first, this is the first guy to leave AEW, and supposedly, it's not official that he's coming to the WWE, but it, it, Pretty much sounds like that's where he's going. The only other option he has, and you mentioned this yesterday when when we were talking, is that he would be a key part of the Ring of Honor rebuild in April. But I don't think you're leaving AEW to be off of TV. Right. Right? I mean, and if Vince, maybe Vince looks at this and goes, you know, Cody had the vision to do this. Maybe Maybe I overlooked Cody's ability, mm-hmm. and it, I mean everything that we've read is like Vince has made some concessions for him. He's coming in as Cody Rhodes. He's not going to be Stardust again. No, he's going to be the American Nightmare. He's not going to be dashing Cody Rhodes either. Right. He's he's going to be the Cody Rhodes that we know today. He probably. Like, he's not going to NXT. He's coming straight to the main roster. And if if Vince does what we think Vince will do, he's going to prove a point that he knows what to do when talent is in front of him. Mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal left, came back. What happened to him? World champion. Drew McIntyre left, bet on himself, come back. What happened? World champion. Generally, this type of thing works, and we need main event talent on both shows, right? right? We mentioned on last week's show how heavily weighted the the heel side of both shows are. There are no faces, right? Cody walks out of them 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 doors. He'll get a huge pop. He's going to get a huge pop, right? Now. You made a great point yesterday. I usually do. We talked about the forbidden door Mm -hmm. on our Royal Rumble show. Mm -hmm. Cody was not under contract at that time. I mean, admittedly, was not under contract. If this was the end result, Mm -hmm. both companies missed huge. Because it could have looked like... For a split second. Right. It could have looked like a hidden door thing. And it could have looked like, oh, maybe AEW and WWE are working together. And then you know what happens? You got a guy like Kevin Owens. He just re-signed. But let's say his contract's up. And we know he's not going to, or you know, he knows he's not going to re-sign WWE. He's going to AEW. Then you have him enter as the wild card in the mm-hmm. in the battle royals that they do. Yeah. And, and like, stuff like that just blows people's mind. They don't have to know the background. Yeah. But... You're like you are accurate that they could have played this that way, and people would have lost their minds. And then he comes out, not say a word, right? Mm-hmm. Not say a word. Does his does his work in the rumble? He's not going to win because they're not going to let an AEW guy win, right? And then Monday Night Raw, he comes out mm-hmm. and drops the bombshell that he left AEW and he is now in the WWE to stay. Yeah, I mean. 
I'm getting goosebumps from it. It didn't even happen. Right. But you're right. They missed the mark on that one right. for sure. Especially if this is where we're at now. A couple of weeks ago, this might not have been the end result. Maybe they were still trying to work out a negotiation with it. I think Cody knows at this point what Cody is. And I don't really blame him. You know, hey, AEW doesn't exist if it wasn't for my idea. Because it right. was his idea. You're right. And, and you don't want to pay me because you don't think that I'm worth it? Dude, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. Right. Who is the guy that walked out on the first episode of Dynamite or the pay-per-view or whatever and smashed the, the throne? It was it was Cody. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if that was a pay-per-view was or, or if it was Dynamite. But, I mean, Cody's the one that made that, that, that initial move. And I know there are a lot of the AEW people that are like, we didn't need Cody, blah, blah, blah. It's just like when Kevin Owens re-signed with the WWE, they go, oh, he's just, he's just a fat slob. He can't wrestle anyways. It's because they didn't get their way. Right. Nobody in AEW wanted Cody Rhodes no. to walk away. And and you can tell that through social media. I mean, there are a lot of, and, and it goes back to, if this is a work, Tony Cody, Brandy are the only three that know. Yes. I mean, there are some AEW talent that's legitimately upset about Cody leaving. Yeah. So, they wanted him a part of their locker room. Yeah. And it just shows you how fickle fans can be. Yeah. That, so he's not there anymore. So, it's like, well, forget him. He He's not with us, then he's against us. <laughs> and, and, and they forget that he helped – Get it to where it is now. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, he didn't have to be AEW world champion to do that. No. But he, he had to be Cody Rhodes, right? And you think back to our us versus AEW versus WWE show, mm-hmm. and Adam talked about rent coming due. Yeah. Right? I don't think anybody suspected Cody Rhodes to be the first one to not no. pay his rent. I mean, you and I both had talked multiple times at great length about this, and we figured a guy like Brian Cage. Yeah. Uh, maybe a guy like Wardlow. Yeah. One of these big guys, you know, yeah. that isn't being properly used in right. AEW. I didn't even figure it would be a guy like Miro. I thought it would be a guy who got his break in AEW. Yeah. And just wasn't being used right. Right. But no, like it's one of the creators, right. one of the executive vice presidents, <laughs> right? Like the dude that's name is on he, he, his face is on the on the on the 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 calendars. He's on the TNT like stuff. It's I mean, not quite like this. I say calendars, but I mean the trucks. Yeah, it's not quite like this, but it's similar to if Triple H showed up in AEW. Like he's helped grow it. Yeah, this is. This is if, almost if, one of the bigger moves. This is like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash showing up in WCW. Bingo. If it's all true. Yeah. You know, I still want to preface that. Now, here's the one, like you said, prefacing that. Build, building off that just the longer it goes, mm-hmm. the more it will seem like a work. Mm-hmm. Right? And, if, and, and it can work both ways. If Cody's not shown up in the WWE... By WrestleMania, he's not coming. Right. Unless Vince has this super idea going, (laughs) let's just let him wait and think you're going back to AEW and then we'll bring you back Raw after WrestleMania. Well, like like I said, if he's not back by WrestleMania, and it's still one of these things that when it first broke and you said it's a work, I agreed with you. I thought it was a work. The more I read, the more I see, the more I hear, the less I think it's a work, the more I think it's legitimate. But I think you're right. Because he doesn't have a contract. There's no 90-day no-compete, nothing like that. He could show up Monday on Raw. He could show up in Saudi this weekend and interject himself in, in the Elimination Chamber match. I don't think they spoil that overseas. If that's what's going to happen, I don't think that is a debut that happens overseas. I think the American audience gets that. But here you go. Here's a here's a story for you. Let's say AJ Styles wins the world title at the Elimination Chamber. It's very possible. Right. 
What if it's Cody that comes out on Raw Monday to challenge AJ Styles for the WWE Championship? Whenever Cody, if, I, mean, I mean, you have to throw him immediately into the main event scene. I was going to say, if Cody shows up, whenever that is, he automatically is in, is in the world title scene. Aut- automatically. And if booked correctly, I think he can be a huge star in the WWE. I think he, I think he could have been a star the first go round, but. He got saddled with that awful Stardust gimmick. It was terrible. Yeah. And he bet on himself, like you said. Yeah. So we we already said that he became New Japan United States Heavyweight Champion, which is a very prestigious belt. Very, very much so. Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Ring of Honor Six Man Tag Title Champion. Don't forget that he was NWA Champion during. I that was going to say he also won the NWA World Title. Yeah. In in a, in in a he wasn't working for NWA type thing. They were working together, right? But I mean, he beat he he held that belt for just a little bit. He did. I was just looking. March sixth is AEW Revolution. It doesn't look like that. It, it that's a Saturday. Um. No, that's a Sunday night. So that's probably a pay per view. And then you got Double or Nothing May 29th. I would think Revolution would be too quick because that's just two weeks away. Right. If he comes back to AEW, he has to take time off television. That's one of the things I told you. Like, you can't rush him back to AEW television. As you said, he could be one of those wild cards in a battle royal. Yeah, show which they normally up. do those at double they, or nothing. They 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 normally do, and then that automatically gets you know he signed back. He gets a world title shot. We if this work and if if this is a work and he stays with all elite wrestling, it's just to get him the world title. One hundred percent is all it is. Yeah, but it's going to come off pretty poor, I think. Yeah, like I don't think that. It will be that well received, even from diehard AEW fans. Yeah, but you know, Adam has brought up a lot of good points. That if you have the opportunity to pay Cody, or go out and sign a Malachi Black, or go out and sign an Adam Cole, go out and sign a Brody King, go out and sign a, a Phil Brooks. I read before I came here. It looks like Buddy Murphy slash Matthews is getting ready to be all elite. You know, they went out and signed to Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. They're they're working with Jay White. Like you can if you can go get these guys because my guess is for the amount of money that Cody wants, you could probably sign two guys at least, probably. I mean, you're not paying Keith Lee what you're going to have to pay Cody. Right. I mean, you're not I'm going to venture to say you're not playing you're not playing uh Alistair Black. Right. You're not paying you're probably not pay, paying Adam Cole. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, vice president or EVP, whatever right. you want to call, has to come because it it was a double job. I mean, I, he was the executive president, executive vice president, and a wrestler. Right. So let's think about another thing here. It's all over social media mm-hmm. that he's possibly going to WWE. Yep. If he wasn't going to WWE, don't you think WWE would come out and deny that? Uh, potentially, but also they're getting a lot of free press right now, and and their mainstream media. I mean, it's it's all over the news, and yeah, it's their name. That's true. So, um, if you've noticed, and part of me that thinks it's real too is WWE's being very hush hush about this. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know, man. Like when we started this week, I was like. Got a pretty calm week. We got we got we got elimination chamber. You know, I don't think anything major happens. The world title probably changes hands. Uh, Goldberg has a snowball's chance in Hades of beating Roman Reigns. It's not going to happen. But the world title, he has a better chance of killing Roman Reigns than he does beating him. Right. So we and, have, and I don't mean that uh, figuratively. I mean that literally. Right. We have so much, like, we had so much that was just, it was like, 
going to be just an easy week. We're going to talk about AML. We're going to have a fun week. And then Monday night, it's teased that Stone Cold Steve Austin's freaking coming out of retirement after 19 years. And I'm like, well, my goodness, that's going to be the biggest story there. <laughs> Hello, Tuesday. Hold and, my beer. And Tuesday's like, Cody Rhodes left. Do what? Right. And then it goes, not only did he leave, he's coming back to the WWE. What? <laughs> I mean, you call. I mean, you never call me during the middle of the day because you're at school, but you were on your lunch break, and you call me, and you go, like, I'm blown away right now. I am literally blown away. I cannot believe this. Well, and you think about it, Cody has taken a lot of shots at the WWE since he left. But do you know the biggest part of this is if he comes back, it tells you a lot about Vince McMahon. I can let all that stuff, bygones is bygones. There's money to be made. Yeah. He's brought, you, you, you've you said it a million times. Everybody comes back. They always come home. They always come back. Yeah. Which is why I chose that song at the beginning. I love my rendition of coming home, right? It was good. <laughs> I was on the way home today and I was like, all right, what's going to be my intro tonight? What's going to be my... And then that song hit me, and I was like, I- I'll play it. I played it, and I listened to it a little bit. And uh, I was like, mm-hmm. It pretty much fits exactly what's going on. Well, and, and and I've said this, and you go back and look. Hulk Hogan was shunned. He came back home. I mean, not only was he shunned, he left. Yeah. The cash cow left mm-hmm. and went to the rival company. Ultimate Warrior left multiple times. Yep. He came back. Yep. Macho Man. He was welcomed back. Yeah. Bret Hart. Bret Hart was welcomed back. Brock Lesnar, welcome back. Kurt Angle, welcome back. Um, Bruno San Martino. Wasn't so much fact they welcomed back, but they 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 and got him back. Right. Because he he left on his own accord, but they but they brought him back. They got him in the Hall of Fame. Hardy Boys. It might be a while before they come back. Right. I think they pretty much peed in their Cheerios. Well, and and I've told you, and I and, and I stand by it. Jericho, when he's done in AEW, he'll come back, sign a Legends deal, get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, same thing. Come back, make it the Hall of Fame, get a Legends deal if he wants one. Right. But regardless, they'll come back home. Sting will not. But the WWE isn't his home. Right. He, he's already done his Hall of Fame thing. Right. The WWE's not his home. I yeah. mean, Bill Goldberg came back. Yeah. And they hated it. Like, he, he has said multiple times, he hated the WWE. Yeah. And, and when, I say, when, I, when I said Kurt Angle, he just left. You can watch his, uh, his little special prior to being inducted to the Hall of Fame on the network. Vince thought of him as a son, and he just turned his back, refused to answer the phone from Vince, and just left. Yeah. He even said himself, he said, I never thought Vince would Vince would have me back. Yeah. Everybody comes back. Yeah. But like you said, Vince knows how to make money. He knows how to make money. And he knows right now, if Cody Rhodes graces the curtains on a WWE stage... There's going to be money to be made because it's going to be like, oh my gosh. A lot of money. The AEW creator mm-hmm. has just walked out in a WWE arena. And with that being said, I think it just opens the doors. It opens the doors for more AEW guys to be like, hmm, hmm. Maybe there's a little. Maybe there's something there that I didn't understand before. You know, maybe just because my first run didn't go so hot doesn't mean my second run can. But with all this being said, I don't know that I disagree with with Tony not wanting to pay Cody. Yeah. And you know, you think about it, you're like, well, you know, he wouldn't be and 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 while that might be true, he may not be in the spot he's in now. And it may be nothing more than a glorified indie promotion. But it, but it is more. And he has three years worth of, of knowledge and 
advice and just pouring into from people like Cody that he probably feels like he has a pretty good understanding. I mean, his dad runs a professional football team, okay? So I Albeit would, not very good. They're not a very good football team, but I don't think that's because of his dad. I think it's just because they're trash because they make poor hires. Well, he makes poor hires like Urban Meyer. Yeah. But they have – you would think they know how to make money and not only make money, utilize their money. So – Obviously, Tony didn't think it was a good use of money. Right. Do you think that if you really sat down and and focused and you looked, you could almost pinpoint when Tony Khan decided he was going to start calling the book and stuff and and started to pull that stuff away from Cody and the Bucks and, and stuff like that? Oh, I definitely think you can. Because we've talked about the product... Being on a decline. I think it's got more fans. They get more excited. But if you look at the wrestling, yeah, you look at the storytelling, yeah. there are some good stories being told still. Yeah. But nothing like there was when it first started. Right. And it makes you wonder. Because, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, Tony Khan is a fan. Mm-hmm. He's not. He didn't grow up in the wrestling business like Vince did. He didn't grow. He didn't marry the daughter like Triple H did, right. and Triple H grew up in wrestling. So, in the grand scheme of things, he's still trying to learn. Right. We talked to Brian Hawks last night, mm-hmm. and he's the booker for AML. And one of the things he told us was, "Well, I used to book every three months, but if you booked a storyline for three months, he's like, you find out that." One of the guys just sucks. Right. And then, like, oh, or they get hurt. Right. He says, so I just found it easier to book it month to month. Which is why Vince, I don't know if it's really like this, but I imagine him having a huge dry race board, like what's back here in the back room studios in his office, and he has the main event of WrestleMania circled. Yep. He probably has arrows and how we're going to get there. But at any given time, he's got that magic eraser and can just erase it. As long yeah. as he still gets to his end goal, it doesn't necessarily matter how it gets there. Right. And, and and I'm sure if you're looking at that invisible white board, you've got your main event that you want, and out to the side of it is probably four possible replacements for either or. Right. In case of injury or, or, or something like that. You go back to day one. Roman got COVID, had to completely change everything that's been written, but it's been pretty seamless. Mm-hmm. It it's it's showed us a different side of Brock Lesnar. And the best side, I think, of Brock Lesnar. Right. And we're still getting the same end result. Yeah. So I say all that to say, I don't think Cody leaving AEW and potentially coming to the WWE, if it's not a work and it comes true, is bad for either side. Mm-hmm. Cody did a lot of good things for AEW. He helped give it that credibility, that legitimacy. He helped plug in knowledge and resources and just time, sweat equity, into building it. And it appears that they just had differing views on where it was going to go in the future. And that's okay. I, I don't think that means he that he hates AEW. I think he just knows that, hey, I feel like I can do more. So it's not, a, it's not going to be a bad thing. You know, we talk all the time that there's only so many TV hours. Mm-hmm. Well, with Cody gone, Cody's a big star. He's going to take up TV time. That opens TV time up. So it's not a bad deal for AEW. It's not a bad deal for WWE to bring him back. You get a guy who's bet on himself, who's helped create a company. You don't think there's guys backstage that can learn tremendously uh, from Cody Rhodes? Right. And if he works, if Vince works with him, and I and we've we've discussed that it's he doesn't come back if he if he's going to go back to being mid card Cody. Right. Or Stardust. He doesn't come back. Right. I'm sure he has here my demands, basically. If you want me back, this is what I want. Yeah. 
And Vince, as we've said multiple times in this show, knows how to make money. Vince is smart enough to know we better do this right. Yeah, because this is the one shot. This is your one shot. This is your one shot. Because yeah. if if Vince flubs this up. He'll never get another AEW you'll guy. Never, not a main event guy. You'll yeah. never get another main event AEW guy. No. Yeah, this is it. So this is, this is your one shot, and I think Cody knows. He does, and, and Cody's probably smart enough to tell him, "Say, Vince, this is your one shot, man." So let me ask you this: After we said all this, we talked about being shocked. As I sit here and I'm processing what we're saying and I'm talking, I'll ask you this question to ponder on. We knew that there was going to be a domino fall at some point and jump from AEW to WWE. Doesn't that domino have to be Cody Rhodes? Like when you think about it, and it and on the surface it doesn't make sense. Wow. But the more you dig into it, the more you think about it, I don't know that you could have picked a better person because of the, the way that they exited the company. Their obvious hard feelings for the company. The only other one would be Moxley. I was going to say the only other person would but be I don't Moxley. But I don't think Moxley would definitely get welcomed back with the WWE. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fans would, would love to see him back. But him and Cody are the, one, are the two that seem to be hurt the most. Right. Jericho wasn't hurt. No. I mean, Jericho was just like, I've lived my life with the WWE. I want to try something different. Right. You know? And and then, of course, uh, Daniel Bryan. I mean, CM Punk. Daniel Bryan wanted to be able to, to go wrestle the way Daniel Bryan right. wants to wrestle and not under the doctors right. of the WWE. And I hope that doesn't backfire on right. him. Uh, the, maybe, maybe Punk. Punk's one of those guys that it's going to take a while if if he comes back. There's I mean, a it lot. would be more shocking for Punk to walk back into the WWE than it was for Punk to come back, period. Right. <laughs> so, but with all that said, the first domino this is in a perfect world. Yeah. I think it has to be Cody Rhodes. This is ultimately just the first step of Tony Khan buying the WWE. It's going to be, you know that, you know that meme where uh, Vince was uh, was revealed as the higher power of the Ministry of Darkness. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. So in five years, we're going to have this invasion angle, and Tony Tony Baloney's going to rip off his hood and be like, "It was me, Vince. It was me all along." So, is there any validity to all these rumors about Shane McMahon? Going out and starting up his own promotion. Have you seen? There, I've seen that more than once. Shane is involved. He like he's he has his own companies, his own business. People try to say he was fired. How do you get fired when you're not under contract? Yeah, and you're the owner's son. I think he just told him, Shane, I don't need you anymore. That's not him getting fired. That's just him telling Shane, Hey, thank you for what you've done, but I don't know that you're bringing anything to the table now. Yeah. Well, they allowed him to be involved in the Royal Rumble, and it wasn't a very good Royal Rumble. But so, I don't know how much he was involved in it. But yeah. I don't know. Everybody like talking about that he's going to reboot the WCW or something like that. Well, but Vince owns the WCW. <laughs> but does he? He does. I mean, I, who knows? I don't know. I mean, he owns he owns all the rights to the WCW. So, so we split the show in half. We'll, we'll wrap Cody up, right? Now we we give Cody thirty three minutes. I'm really excited to see how this plays out. And it will be a talking point for the next several weeks, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Maybe even all the way up to WrestleMania. So it's AML week. It is. We've we've done daily posts of AML. We had Brian Hawks on, who is the co-owner slash booker slash general manager slash jack-of-all-trades. Um Talked about the creation of AML and WrestleCade. Mm-hmm. What was cool to find out the most of that is WrestleCade existed four years before AML did. It did. And you would think that would be just the opposite. You would. Um, started in a car lot, right? Yep. Just, I mean, him and Tracy are both uh, big 
fans of, of wrestling and they wanted to do a little convention thing and they one thing led to another and the next thing you know WrestleCade is here yep and then AML and now AML is a monthly thing and he even kind of gave us a sneak peek that we might be getting to watch AML on television up here maybe up this way which is really exciting to uh, see something like that so right. I would love to be able to see that. You and I both. So we've, I mean, I don't think it's any secret at this point. We're a fan of AML. We're a fan of WrestleCade. Yes. And with their big show that's going to happen tomorrow, mm-hmm. we thought, well, why not just make an AML week and we'll just, you know, it just kind of fell, it fell into place that Brian was able to adjust his schedule to our advantage. And so we just did the whole week with it. We did. So, so we're gonna just gonna we're gonna talk about the card for tomorrow, and then the upcoming card is in what a couple of weeks? February twenty seventh. Okay. Yeah. So, well, what is that? Next next weekend, then, isn't it? It is. So it's back to back weekends. Wow. Okay. So this is War Games. Mm-hmm. It's turned into a five on five match. It has. Why don't you tell us? Uh, do you, Do you want to start with the main, with the main event, or do you want to work through the card? Or I mean, I think we can start with the main event because that's what's gonna people are gonna know the most. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we could talk about some of the Baron Black versus J.R. Miller. Nobody really knows who that. We've is. talked to, to J.R. Miller, right? We have talked uh, to J.R. Miller. To, uh, I don't he, think we have him scheduled yet. Though, we don't have him scheduled, but I think we will. Uh, exotic Youth versus Level X in a tag team match. Uh, White Mike, one of our favorites, uh, versus Owen Knight. Uh, and then you have Matt Hardy on the card. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so Matt Hardy versus Sal uh, Renovario. And then um, – that might be the last. Yeah, that's – and then, of course – so, I mean, if you're familiar with AML, that's a pretty solid card. Yeah. Like, there's – Most of their talent is in the main event, though. Right. I mean, they got 10 of their top guys in the main event. And, and like Brian told us last night, <clears throat> this whole thing has been built for months. For months. Through storylines. I mean, for a year, even. Yeah. So, we – the War Games match got announced at WrestleCade. And it was announced, you had the lineage, the Extreme Horsemen, whatever you want to, uh, Preston Quinn and C.W. Anderson. I love their music. It's right. pretty cool. Uh, C.W. Anderson's ECW original. Right. They fought the Dawson Brothers. And you and I have mentioned both times that the Dawson Brothers are old school heels. Yes. They're very easy to dislike. And the fans hate them. The fans hate them, which is what they want. Yeah, legit heat. They yep. carry legit heat. Right. So they were they were in the main event of the day after show, after WrestleCade. And the Dawsons, because they're heels, use underhanded tactics to win the tag team belts from the Extreme Horsemen. Yeah. C.W. Anderson's manager slash fiance, Miss Brittany, is checking on them in the ring and the Dawson's corner her because that's what heels do. Right. Right? They're going to beat up a woman. Right. Well, who comes down to make the save? Caprice Coleman. Caprice Coleman and the Infinite Man. Yeah. Come down. Well, then that brings out Bratitude, who's been feuding with Caprice for months now. Yeah. He, he thinks... He, he's playing the Sami Zayn role. Right. He thinks there's a conspiracy against him why, he, why he's not winning the world title. At WrestleCade, he won the Battle Royal for a future world title shot. So he gets a future world title shot. So Bratitude, who actually is a former WWE talent, signed talent, Bratitude and who I think is the greatest gimmick in wrestling. We've got to get him on the show. Andrew the Giant Everett. Who's like five foot two. But he acts like he's seven foot three. Yeah. It's fantastic. And he's been feuding with the Infinite Man over the Prestige title for at least a year. Yeah. So they come in and attack um, Tim Caprice. 
The extreme horsemen get back up. They tussle. They run. They run the heels out. Right. And Caprice grabs the microphone, cuts a, I mean, just an impassioned promo about you boys want to you boys want to fight and outside interference and do all this. There's only one way we can settle this, and it's with war games. Yeah. And the crowd lost their mind. Yeah. So. And we were excited. I'm getting goosies about it right now because I remember it. But, I mean, we were excited because this is the first time we got to watch the day after. Right. And we're like, wow, we just saw the payoff. Or, or not the payoff, but we just saw the, the start of something. Right. You know. And and since then, George South was added. He was supposed to go against Colby Carino. Well, so then afterwards, there, there are vignettes that play. About you know the faces recruiting George South because he's 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 Mister Number One. If you're going to have a match, a big time match, George South's going to be involved. And George South and Kobe Carino at the day after had one of the most disturbing matches I've ever seen in person. <laughs> right. right, a death match. Yeah, where we saw George South wrap himself in barbed wire and use himself as a weapon. Yeah. With no shirt on, by the way. Yeah. So, Kobe Carino gets recruited on the heel squad. This was originally planned in January. The snowstorm happens, so they have to move it. And it wasn't because of the snow. It was held at a high school, and the high school was going to be shut down. There were were no events, so that's why they had to move it. Well, the date they moved it to... The 20th, February 20th, Kobe Carino, unfortunately, already had prior obligations. So, AML, with their forward thinking, Brian Hawks had, a, had another plan in mind. So, they replaced it with the only guy that you could possibly replace it with, and that is the almost undefeated Cyrus the Destroyer, this big, huge mountain of a man that's ball-headed. Right. And he has one loss. You want to give me a guess on who you think his one loss is, Tushan? Well, knowing the way Brian Hawks seems to be doing his booking, he had to have lost to Mr. Number One himself, George South. He did. So George South had has given Cyrus the Destroyer his only loss in AML. So he was a natural selection to take Kobe Carino's spot. Yeah. So you can tell. I'm, listen, I am so excited about this pay-per-view that we're going to buy the AML Network. Yes. I don't know how soon after the pay-per-view they show it. Yeah. Probably within the week. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And probably watch it again and probably watch it again because that's how much I like AMA. The worst part about it is is we're going to find out who wins via Twitter before it happens. Well, it had to mute those notifications or something, man. Yeah. But there is no doubt in my mind that match 100% – We'll, we'll deliver. The The card's great. Well, I mean, we talked about it last week. We were real close to jumping in the truck and going. You and I both said, if it was four hours, yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. But but we, we figured up, you know, you got six hours. You can't drive that on one tank of gas. You got to stop for food. So we're looking at probably seven, seven and a half hours. That's one way. Yeah. You factor in coming back, so you're at 15 hours just in the, just in the vehicle. Yeah. Plus a three-hour show, you got 18 hours. Yeah. No, nobody can do that in one day. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd, we'd have to stay overnight. Right. So, I mean, I am so excited to watch this show, and it's one that I want to be able to watch it. Maybe. You hear these people do these watch-along bonus episodes. Yeah. Maybe if we buy the network, maybe one day we can, maybe not the whole pay-per-view, maybe we can record a watch-along. They're not going to be able to watch, obviously. But we can record us talking about the action from the War Games match. Yeah. Do a YouTube Live or something. Something like that. So, I mean, I am really pumped for the acts of War Games. I'm, and not to mention, we didn't talk about they've brought in two heavy hitter managers for each squad. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? So the face team, George South, Caprice, Infinite Man, and Extreme Horseman being managed by 
Mr. Handcramp, J.J. Dillon, and then Team No Hair because almost every one of them's bald, Cyrus the Destroyer, Andrew Everett, Bratitude, the Dawsons are led by Paul Ellering. Is that going to be in a cage? It is. I wonder if they're going to set it up like the two the two ring. They are. How are they doing that? Ten men, how, two how, rings, one steel cage. How are they? Uh, how are they getting away with that name? I wonder. Because it's the axe of war games. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but that show is going to be fantastic. I mean, they're kind of like us. They get a cease and desist letter from Vince. It's already. It's going to be too late. It's already going to be done anyway. So what's it matter? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next weekend, we have all for all for the glory. Uh, it is another uh, show, so they're going back to back weekends, which AML doesn't typically do. Right, but that's because of the postponement, I'm sure. Right. Um, and they had a stacked card. That they had. I mean, their two co-main events. I, I'd call them co-main events. Were as good as you're going to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main event, <clears throat> you have Caprice Coleman defending the AML World Championship against Matt Taven. Oh wow! It's gonna it's gonna be a a banger of a match. And the match I was really looking forward to was the Infinite Man Tim defending the Prestige title against the Walking Weapon Josh Alexander. Yeah, of course that's not gonna happen right now because Josh is uh, having visa issues. Right. Which I'm not sure how that happens. Right. Uh, but I hate it for him. I don't know who they're – and we should have asked Brian last night. He said they had something in in the works, but, that, like, I don't think he was willing to make an announcement as to who that was. So, which kind of leads me to believe you're two weeks out. You probably have a couple guys. You haven't got anything definite yet. Yeah. That show also is going to have Ricky the Dragon Steamboat there. So, that's going to be pretty cool. Wrestling? I don't think so. Uh, he may jump off the top rope and – Chop somebody or something, but yeah, I don't think he's going to wrestle. So, just to throw something in there, what 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 about the fact that Matt Hardy deleted the Wrestlecade title? But but Jeff Jarrett had carried that title, and just Jeff Jarrett, Matt Hardy. He mentioned no. There was one. But there was EC three was in the match, but he never carried the. I felt like that he said that there was three people that had carried two. It. Oh, okay. I think Matt, Jeff, and then Matt again. But they deleted it because he gave us a little tidbit that we didn't go into great detail about. They thought WrestleCade wasn't going to be a thing anymore. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. but they have no plans to bring back the WrestleCade yeah. title. I, I, it, of course, it only ever got defended there, and he said it got defended one. On on uh, a global force a show. global force show that's where Jarrett Hardy and EC three yeah I don't know I thought it was interesting do you do you see either one of those titles changing hands no I, I wouldn't think so either because they're both impact or they were were going to be both impact guys that they're defending against right I don't see either title changing hands matter of fact the only the first title the first title I'm going to see change hands is going to be the prestige title when Tim cashes it in to get his world title shot. And I mean, I've already told you this, but I think that happens at WrestleCade. I think it's the main event of the day after. Yeah. It's the way. If I'm Brian Hawks and I have I have the pencil in my hand, that's the way I look at it. And you basically told Brian that last night on the on the thing. I might have. <laughs> in so many words. <laughs> in so many words, yeah. So so yeah, so a, a pretty impactful week. Um, I know we didn't go as an extensive in AML as we wanted to, but we also didn't expect the the huge news of 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 Cody coming down, right? And and we didn't even really dig deep into Stone Cold, right? Because we don't really know what what that's all about. I I can't imagine Stone Cold's going to come back to wrestle. He might come back and give somebody a stunner. I mean, it's in Texas. Right. You're going to see the rattlesnake. Right. I don't know if you've seen both nights, but you'll see him one of the two nights. And he's most likely going to come give somebody a stunner, smash them beer cans, say what, 
uh, uh, fifteen times and right. and be and be out of there. I cannot imagine that he's going to wrestle. And if he was going to wrestle, I don't know who he would wrestle. Pretty big week. Fun way to wrap up the AML week. Hoping that we can watch that pretty quick. I hope so. After the fact, I hope it doesn't take like a month for that to drop. I, I, I doubt that it does. I mean, it may drop as soon as Monday. It might. So, you got anything else you want to add? I do not, man. Just, you know, I know we say this a lot, and I think sometimes as fans we can get caught up in stuff that doesn't really – just enjoy pro wrestling. Like, it's so good. Even when it's bad, it's still good. And it, and and I've told you that the way I've always looked at it is it allows me for two or three hours, however long I decide to watch it, for that period of time, I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Don't don't forget what made you a wrestling fan. Right. It, social media has ruined it. It ha- Listen, it, if you like AEW, great. If you like New Japan, great. Impact, Ring of Honor, great. WWE, great. If you like them all, great. But let's just enjoy it all as a whole. Let's just enjoy the ride because, frankly, as COVID taught us, we don't know how long this ride's going to last. Yeah. So just enjoy it. And just, it's fun. Just have fun with it. Yep, for sure. And while you're having fun with it, make sure that you follow us on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. And invite all of your friends to do that, too, and share it and talk about how wonderful we are. Because we are great. Because we are great. We really are. So Don't believe me? I'll tell you. <laughs> Guys, we enjoyed it. Another great show, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Stay safe, friends. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. Let the rain wash away. All the pain of yesterday I know my kingdom awaits And they've forgiven my mistakes I'm coming home, I'm coming home Tell the world I'm coming I'm back where I belong Yeah, I never felt so strong I'm back, I'm feeling like there's nothing I can't try and if you with me, put yeah. your hands put high. Put your hands high. You haven't lost a life before. Hey. This one is for you, me. Put your hands high. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at From Corner to Corner. On Twitter at Corner to Corner PC. And on TikTok at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, corner to corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all and we'll see you next time.